Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hey, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Today I'm going to talk to you about dogs and specifically some problems that dogs will cause with the pool and of course the surrounding area at your service accounts, the area around the pool I should say. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I'll start with the first and the primary problem that dogs pose, and that's getting out or causing problems while you're back at the stop. This is one thing that you don't want to do is let a dog out and you're going to be chasing it outside and this could be all kind this could lead to all kinds of problems so make sure the gate's always shut and if you have trouble getting in because the dogs are just wild and they may bolt if you open the gate a little bit what I do is I carry these chicken chew chew treats can't pronounce that these chicken treats that I get from Amazon and they're just rawhide they're chicken flavored and you get a big bag for like 15 or 20 bucks. You have enough probably for, you know, six months or a year, depending on how many dogs you have on your route. Maybe less, actually. Maybe like three months. But what I like to do is give them one of these rawhide chews because this distracts them right away. And this prevents the dogs from getting out and running, you know, of course, running in the street. So what I like to do is give them a treat when I walk in that occupies them. And this also gives me time to get all of my equipment set up and ready to go. I guess the only drawback with giving a chew treat to the dog is that they're going to come back to you in a few minutes for another one. So sometimes have an extra one in your pocket. I usually save it till I, when I'm leaving and then I'll toss it. The dog will go running for it and then I can leave and close the gate without any issues. So that's the way I kind of handle that. And it's definitely something that you can implement to prevent the dogs from getting out. Another problem is the dogs may be slightly aggressive. I'm not talking about a dog that would attack you. I would probably never advise you to take an account where the customer has to put the dog away because it's trained to kill and you know these accounts are the ones you want to avoid usually they're a pit bull or a rottweiler type dog and i've had many of those and you definitely want to pass on any kind of dog that can be dangerous but there's a device i carry it's called the dog dazer 2 there's other variations of this device now you can pick it up on amazon they even have an app for your iphone where you can make this ultrasonic sound and this will definitely stop any dogs that maybe are just really barky at you or trying to nip at your ankles. These are usually the smaller dogs. So the Dog Dazer 2 is an ultrasonic sound device and it, they don't like it. And it works on most dogs. Of course, if the dog is hard of hearing, getting older, it's not going to work effectively. But again, there's other models of this particular device. And you can also get an app on your phone with the ultrasonic sound. So I definitely would recommend something like that just as a backup in case the dog does get a little aggressive towards you. And again, I'm not talking about like a pit bull that the customer has to put away and then the kid lets it out an accident and the dog's going to attack you. Those are accounts you just want to avoid. I wouldn't want to take an account where the customer has to put the dog in the house or lock the dog up because 
invariably someone's going to open the door or they're going to forget you're going to be there. Or if you come on a different service day, let's say you're stacking your pools and you show up on a Tuesday when you're supposed to be there on a Thursday, this could be problematic because you have to coordinate with the customer, get the dog put away. I just don't think it's worth having an account with a dog that could potentially get out. But having the ultrasonic device is definitely something you want to carry. You can also carry a little bit of mace on your keychain if you, you know, really are afraid that you might have an incident. This is something you can, of course, carry. And I know that there's some pool guys that like carrying the tasers. They don't actually tase the dog, but when they make that noise with the taser, it scares the dog away. But again, if you're in a situation where you need to carry some kind of weapon, I don't think it's a pool that you want to service for just that very reason that you're just putting yourself in danger. Another problem that the dogs pose, of course, is that the owner should be proactive in cleaning up the dog waste around the pool. This is something that can be really annoying and maybe they're not quite as proactive as you want them to be. And so maybe remind the customer, oh, you know, my service day is Wednesday. And if at all possible, if there's any way you can clean up uh, before I get there, they, they should know what you're talking about. I guess you can be more specific. But the last thing you want to do is be stepping in it. And I've done this many times. Then you're standing by the garden hose, hosing off your shoe. It's a waste of time. It's irritating. And it should be avoidable if the customer cleans up around the pool. Now, when the dogs get older, and I've had this happen with old dogs, they just like to poop right on the deck around the pool. It can be a little bit of a, a problem because if you get any waste in the pool, then you have to go through the CPO procedure of you know eliminating the waste from the pool. You scoop it out with the leaf rake, try to get all the particles out, and then you want to superchlorinate the pool and run the pool for 24 hours. And this usually is good. And this is a, a way to prevent people from getting sick from that. But of course, if there's any waste that gets in the pool, which tend to happen, which tends to happen again with older dogs, let the customer know that the dog, you know, there's some dog waste in the pool. You treated it, you removed it, but they can't swim for, you know, 24 or 48 hours after that, just so they're aware of it. I would rather the customer would put the older dog maybe in an area where they're not going to get to the pool because it is hazardous too if they fall in there. But mainly the dogs that get older will just kind of go anywhere in the yard and a lot of times on the deck or right around the pool area. Another problem is that sometimes dogs will get into the equipment area and chew equipment. I've had this happen on many occasions. They'll definitely chew the jandy valve handles to pieces and you'll get to the stop and there's like nothing left on a jandy valve handle except the little knob. So definitely that's a problem. They'll chew uh, plumbing. I've seen them chew through uh, chlorinator tubing. So anything that the dog can chew, you want to make sure you put something around the equipment to prevent them from doing that. A lot of times if the dog smells you touching something, they're going to go after it. And I've found even dogs taking lids off things and whatever because you touched it and you know your scent's on there. Of course, the skimmer lids are a big problem. If you have a dog that likes to chew or play with things, when you take the skimmer lid off the vacuum in the pool or check the basket, and especially when you check the basket, just put it in your service cart or put it in your tote or put it in your riptide cart, somewhere where the dog can't get it. Because invariably, you'll be chasing that dog around the yard for the skimmer lid, and that's just a waste of your time. And it's not really that fun either when they have bite marks all through the skimmer lid. So make sure if you do have a dog that likes to grab things that you have that put away when you're you're doing that and don't leave the skimmer basket on the deck because they'll just take it and run with it also and i've had dogs of course urinate on my equipment they're, they're marking their territory that's no fun either 
but those little things are, are kind of irritants and, and not, nothing detrimental. Just be careful with your equipment or anything that the dog can chew. Another problem that you may run into is a dog digging in the grass right next to the pool or digging in the planter. And this happens a lot also. One thing that is really helpful with dogs digging is that they don't really like their own poop. So what you can do if the customer hasn't addressed the problem is just find some of their, their waste laying around and then put it in the hole and bury it. And the dog won't dig in that hole because they don't like their own waste for some reason. It's fairly effective. And of course, let the customer know that the dog is digging and the dirt's getting in the pool. The dirt can stain the pool because there can be metal in the dirt. So it's not just a mess, but it's something that they should be aware of. And then, of course, dog swimming in the pool is a big problem, especially in my area. A lot of different dog breeds swim in the pool from you have your Labradors and your Golden Retrievers to smaller dogs. I've actually even had a couple of Huskies on my route that swam, which is pretty rare. Huskies don't like going into the pool, and I've had them swimming in the pool, which, of course, is no fun because of all the dog hair. And, of course, the dogs will use up the chlorine level in the pool pretty rapidly. At a pool where there were dogs sitting, their their daughter's dogs, there were like three hunting dogs, and they were in the pool every day. This pool was just a total disaster after, you know, a week of the dog swimming in there. So what I did, I did some proactive things with this particular pool. The first thing I did is I changed out the cartridge filters. They were uh, It was a Pentair 420. And so the first thing I did was change all four of those cartridges and start with fresh cartridges. And then I put a Pool RX in the pump basket. I also purchased a bottle of enzyme so that, you know, it would kind of cut down on some of the black buildup on the tile line. And of course, with the Polar X in there, I kept the coin level much higher than normal. Normally with a Polar X, you can keep the coin level low, like three parts per million or less. I kept that pool at 10 parts per million. And with the Polar X, new cartridges, and of course, I boosted the runtime up to about 15 hours a day. It's a small little pool. And it was fine, and there was really no problem. It just made the pool extremely dirty. I had an automatic cleaner in there that did a fairly good job, as long as the dogs didn't knock it out of the side port, which they tend to do. So another problem with dog swimming is they tend to, you know, mess up the cleaner. Sometimes they'll chew the cleaner hoses. They'll chew the cleaner itself. I had a customer one time put the cleaner on the deck while they were using the pool. They forgot to put it back in. And the dog chewed that cleaner up to just about nothing. It was kind of funny, actually. But, of course, they got a new cleaner after that. So the cleaners are a big mess for the dogs. The one thing you have to know is that the dogs will mess with the chemistry of the pool. And you have all kinds of different numbers thrown out there. Like, one dog is, like, 10 people swimming, or one dog is 20 people. All I know is that one dog in the pool just makes a mess of things. It's just one of those things where, they don't, you know, they're running around, their their paws are dirty, their, their fur is dirty. And they're jumping in and out of the pool, walking on the grass, walking in the planters. And they're bringing all kinds of stuff into the pool. Plus their body chemistry, the oils in their body also cause problems. So if you do have one dog or maybe two or three dogs swimming in the pool, just note that you have to do some preemptive things. Make sure the filter, if it's a D filter, change those grids out, put all fresh grids in. Cartridge filter, start with a fresh cartridge filter. And definitely I would recommend using a Polar X in there. This is going to help, you know, enhance the chlorine and make things a lot better. If the pool were to zero out, you're not going to have too much algae in that pool with the Polar X in there. And the chlorine level, I definitely would keep it high in that pool, at least 5 to 10 parts per million, so that there's plenty of chlorine in that pool. If you have a saltwater generator, perfect, because then you could turn that thing up. In this particular pool where they had the three dogs visiting had a saltwater generator, 
So I just turned the output up so that it would produce a lot more chlorine in the pool. It doesn't really affect the dogs as far as I could tell, and they still enjoy the pool. I really would discourage people from having their dogs swim, but there's going to be a lot of pushback from that. You know, they're going to be telling you, oh, I can't stop the dogs from getting in there. They just love the water. You can actually do a couple things to stop the dogs from going in. One simple thing is to get a lawn chair, one of those lounging chairs, and put it across the step area because most dogs will actually go into the pool through the step steps of the pool. There are a few dogs that just jump right in, but the majority of the dogs need to get in from the shallow end, and they climb in by, of course, walking down the steps like everyone else. So if you put a chair across the step area, that prevents them from going in. So maybe suggest that to the customer so that you know they can stop the dogs from swimming. But one of the things that you're going to have to do with a customer with a dog that goes in the pool is lower down their expectation of that pool, the cleanliness level of that pool. So what they're going to expect is the pool, after you clean it, the dog may get right in there. And one of the things that is kind of annoying is that after you clean the pool, and this happens to me quite a bit out there, I'll be cleaning the pool, I'll get it all cleaned up, and then the dog just goes right into the pool. And it's one of those things where... It's irritating, but the customer should not expect their pool to look clean. The water may be cloudy. You know, the, the water's not the pool's not going to be clean on the bottom. There's going to be dog hair everywhere. A few things you can do to reduce the dog hair is to put a filter saver or a filter sock in a skimmer basket. This traps all that dog hair. It'll prevent it from going into the pump basket and clogging up the pump basket, which in turn will sometimes have a detrimental effect on the flow of the pool which would lead to more problems. So a filter saver or filter stock in a skimmer basket is a great way to prevent the hair from going into the pump or going into the filter. And then, of course, if you have an automatic cleaner, make sure you have a fine mesh bag in there. So if you're using a a canister, I would go with the Hayward 5W30 or the Pentair Leaf Trap where it has the fine mesh bag in there. That way, none of that hair will get through into the pump basket or into the filter. And of course, a solar power surface cleaner is always good to have with dogs swimming in the pool. It does a great job of picking up the dog hair, and it does a great job of keeping the skimmer basket free of hair. And it's something that you may want to invest in. You have the Ariel, and you also have the Beta, which are the two current models on the market. It suggests that to a customer that has dogs swimming in it. It'll definitely keep the surface looking a lot better. One thing that you can also let the customer know is that when the gardener gets there, make sure he has his leaf blower on low around the pool and make sure he blows away from the pool because a lot of times they're going to blow all the dog hair that's on the deck into the pool and this happened to me at one of my accounts where it was really frustrating because every time I would service the pool there would be just so much extra work and then I found out the customer told me yeah the gardener comes here and just blows everything into the pool which you know is very typical of the gardeners but I told them oh if you can let them know if they can blow on low around the pool and blow the other direction because they're actually blowing a lot of dog hair in there and it's causing a lot of problems with the pool system. And the dogs didn't actually swim in the pool that much. It was just the gardener blowing all their hair into the pool at this account. And that, you know, they had some golden retrievers that were shedding like crazy everywhere. And, you know, you want to just make sure that the customer is proactive also and make sure the gardener is not making a bigger mess. But the dogs are going to be a problem. And I can guarantee you when you clean that filter, it's going to look like Chewbacca was in that filter. It just it looks crazy sometimes with all the dog hair that actually gets in there. But the filter saver, the filter sock, and also the fine mesh basket and any kind of automatic cleaner canister should help cut down on some of that dog hair getting into the filter. But I'm a big dog lover. I love the dogs out there on my pool route, and I really don't have any problem with them. You just have to know 
that there are some boundaries and some limits you have to put in place with the customer. And above all, just lower their expectations of how the pool is going to look. Most customers understand that their dogs are using the pool. It's not going to look super clean every week, which sometimes is to your advantage because you don't have to really detail that pool too much because you know that the dogs are going to mess it up. And I looked up those dog treats on Amazon, and the ones that I get are called um, Mon Tucson Dog Rawhide Twist. So M-O-N, the letter 2, S-U-N. So Mon Tucson Dog Rawhide Twist and 14, let's see, they're $14.99 and you get uh, 60 count. So I don't know how many pounds that is, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I get. And those are really good. And those will keep the dogs occupied while you're coming into the gate, while you're doing something over by the pool that you want to get rid of the dog and, you know, it occupies their time pretty well. I mean, they chew these things pretty fast. It's pretty amazing, but carry a couple of these or two or three of these and bring them back there. And the ones I get are the chicken-flavored ones. They seem to like that better than just the natural white ones. They're kind of like a brown color. And definitely pick those up, the Montu Sun Dog Rawhide Twist. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a good start of week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.